This is the Life is Blue Variety Show, the show where we laugh and enjoy life's problems while we're young. Learn to laugh at your problems, because everyone else is, and your host will show you how through a melody of gritty hard truths, along with some well-placed curse words. Viewer discretion's advised. Slipstream, amazing, high quality music bags here. What, what, what? Ah, uh, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? What is happening? What's going on, world? I hope if you're listening to this, you are having a phenomenal day. Cause I got a lot of stuff that I want to say. Most of the things, well, I would say a good amount of the stuff. I'm going to talk about, I'm pretty sure that people haven't really touched on it in this depth as I'm going to go, um, because I feel like what I'm going to talk about today has a bigger issue, but first and foremost, how y'all doing? Y'all doing good? If you're doing great, drop it in the comments, wherever you see this video, in your reviews and wherever, let me know what's going on. I check them all the time. Let us know how your day is going. My day is going pretty great. I can't complain. I can't complain. I am actually really, really excited to talk about this topic because I feel like it's going to be a lot. And um, if you haven't picked up by contest clues already, and matter of fact, before I even get into that, if you haven't liked the Life is Blue podcast on Instagram yet, go do that. If you haven't followed yours truly on Instagram yet, go do that. Make sure that you are tuned in and you are locked in because this podcast is about to go places that many didn't think was going to happen this soon. That's all I'm going to say, all right, because I'm setting this up. I'm setting this up or something, okay? So that's all I'm going to say because, you know, as soon as people find out your plans, they try to ruin them. Just know I got some cooking, and I've always got some cooking if you know me. But if you haven't figured it out by my context clues yet, we're really going to harp on one subject this uh episode and the one subject we're going to hold we're going to um harp on is something that has been talked about a lot recently um everyone has something to say about it everybody has an opinion on it if you know about it at least 
this episode is going to broaden that out and we're going to talk about a lot of different things and uh of course i'm going to give you guys a mindful moment and then we're going to get up out of here so the topic for today we're talking all things jama rant now let me go ahead and just say what happened first before we start diving in okay if you don't know John Morant is the point guard for the National Basketball Association's team, the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies. Now, Ja is a prolific scorer. I mean, he is one of the most exciting people to watch. And I know some, especially ladies, if you don't, if you aren't, you know, ladies or gentlemen don't want to uh, assume anything. I know y'all probably thinking, oh, is this a whole basketball episode? It is, but it isn't. Stay with me. I got something for everybody for this, okay? So, John Morant is a is the point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies, a NBA team. He is a prolific point guard. Every, he is very exciting to watch. And everyone unofficially calls him the face of the NBA right now. Unofficially, because we still have someone named Stephen Curry and LeBron James and all that. But unofficially... He's one of the young stars of the NBA, and everyone thinks it's going to be his league at some point, right? So, John Morant was um, suspended earlier this year because of a social media video he recorded where he had a gun on him, right? The NBA jumped on it, and social media jumped on it, and pretty much John got suspended for a few games and lost a lot of bread once you add that up. Um it was a it was a swift and pretty light punishment considering everything, um, but the reason that happened again is because Ja was caught with a gun and he recorded a video of him inside the club I believe with the gun right so that happened. Uh, ja comes back after suspension he does like a whole press run a uh, little small press run pretty much saying. Um, I learned from this mistake. This isn't who I am. The gun ain't even mine. Blah, blah, blah. He's talking about a, a bunch of different things, right? Um, he's pretty much re- reassuring everyone that this isn't him. He even said that, like, that's not the kind of person I am, right? Well, recently, uh, John Morant got into some more trouble because he, again, was caught with a firearm. This time, he was re- being recorded by his homeboy, and within like a two to three second clip, they realized that they had recorded job holding the, uh, his pistol in the car and social media took it, went, went wild on it. Uh, as soon as as soon as the NBA got a hold of it, the Grizzlies Association uh, basically suspended job indefinitely. They really haven't said when he's coming back. And everyone's kind of at this current moment waiting around to see what's going to happen because even the commissioner said that he something's gonna happen right he's already said like something's gotta happen because uh josh sat with the commissioner and all of that um and everyone is kind of chiming in with their own opinions and things like that and a lot of opinions is coming from oh he, who he is as a person to um his music choice to his the people that he has around him everyone is chiming in with it with a different opinion right so that is the that is what the forefront of this is. And I thought that this would be a great topic to talk about on Life is Blue because, one, these are problems that people go through, right? And I'm going to talk about that. Two, uh, it is going to be a silver lining of this eventually. And 
three, it's, it's it's hilarious. If you haven't seen any of the memes and stuff, they are going in. I've seen him call Ja Wick. I've seen him. I mean, oh, my God. Some of the memes that I've seen are phenomenal, right? And on the Life is Blue podcast, we're here to laugh at life's problems, right? So we going to laugh. And I think that I think it's hilarious, especially all the memes. Um, it's like as you, I've seen some even show a family picture and things like that. And I want this podcast to to be lighthearted, you know what I mean? I want this podcast to be lighthearted, but have some serious moments when it needs to have those serious moments. And for me, uh, sidebar, I took what's called the Iron, the Myers-Briggs personality test. And through that personality test, I found out I am what's called an INFJ, I meaning introverted. Now, that's kind of crazy to think about. I'm going to tie this all together. That's kind of crazy to think about, considering that I do stand up and I do I've done radio and things like that. I am what's called the introverted extrovert, meaning I have a lot. I have those extrovert extroverted moments, um, but in the main part of everything, I am introverted. But I'm also very social when I want to be. But I have a meter. Once that meter is over with, I need to go recharge. Now a lot of people say that they have this, but I and I never really subscribe to what a lot of people say. It's kind of like to me. When, when when people get mad and say, well, I saw red. No, you didn't. You did not see red. No, you didn't. Like, you just want someone to be scared um, and think that you're crazy. But I never subscribe to the whole social, like, meter charge kind of thing. But for me and my personality type, it's very um, prevalent. Like, if I don't have it, I will be anxious and things like that. So I'm saying all this to say that I'm trying to make, I want to make sure that this podcast is lighthearted and things like that. But this particular um, incident, I think, points to a bigger motive, right? So let's get into it. First things first. As soon as I saw it, right, as soon as I saw what happened, I had a knee-jerk reaction, right? I got on Instagram and I posted, so if you're in the NBA, you can't have a gun on you like you can't you can't protect yourself as a man and if you if you got a gun on you in the nba and about an hour after i posted i realized that that wasn't right right so i'm gonna break this down in this way i'm gonna compare this situation to an imaginary situation because i feel like that is a better way for people to understand what's happening and why it's just bigger than him having a gun right the issue itself points to a bunch of different things, but we're going to sum it up just like this. Sum up at least one part of it like this. Let's say, right, I am working for a company. I'm a worker of the company, and the company is Main Main Empire, right? I'm working for Main Main Empire. Main Main Empire has hired me to work for them. And I'm doing my job at Main Main Empire. I'm, I'm putting it in, and I become one of the best workers at Main Main Empire. I'm like selling insurance and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Main, main empire. Now, let's say one day at work, even though I'm a great worker and things like that, I get in trouble. I get in trouble for pulling my dick out in the break room or something like that. All right. I just get in trouble. Like, I, I no matter, I just get in trouble. So let's pause there. I got in trouble for pulling my dick out. It's pulling my dick out in the, in the, in the uh, break room illegal. No. Is pulling your dick out illegal? No. The issue is the company will probably frown upon 
my dick being out in the break room, right? So my boss finds out that I pulled my dick out in the break room, and he comes up to me. He says, hey, man, I'm going to need you to stop pulling your dick out in the break room. Someone saw it. It was an issue. I don't care how amazing you think your dick is or whatever you decide to do with your dick. I'm going to need you to not pull it out in the break room again. And then I get in some trouble or maybe suspended for a couple for a couple work days. Come back to work the next day and I tell, well, after the suspension is over with, and I tell my boss, you know what, sir, I understand why you were mad at me for pulling my dick out in the break room. I will never pull my dick out in the break room again. I don't care that I have a great dick and I think people will be happy to see it. Uh, I learned the error of my ways. I will no longer do it again, right? And then two weeks go by. And I pull my dick out in the break room again, and someone sees it again. This time it's even worse because I was I was just caught this time. It was not it was it wasn't even nothing like that. But someone seen my dick nonetheless. Reported it to my boss, and now my boss is like, "What the hell, right? And we went through this. Stop pulling your dick out in the break room. Now I gotta really do something because it seems like you think I'm a game. So now I gotta levy some punishment, right?" That's basically what happened in a nutshell. Why is this why is this happening? Is pulling my dick out illegal? No. Is owning a firearm illegal? No. But if you and I think a lot of people don't understand this, because I hear people complain and talk about their jobs all the time. And most of them always uh like tell us tell me about their position and how they're doing so much work for the company and that the company needs them that is what gets a lot of people messed up right because a business don't need you if you think if you really think that 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 business won't hire no one else after you 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 don't know business every shitty decision that's made in a business is somehow okay because at some point they're gonna say hey man that's just business um it really ain't nothing i really ain't got nothing to do my hands are tired you know what i'm saying every decision that happens in the business is done for the sake of the business right so let's talk about just the history of the nba the nba at one point didn't have any viewership because they were associated with crackheads and violence and a bunch of stuff like that they didn't get viewership people weren't even watching live you know what i'm saying shit was taped you know what i mean so they didn't get viewership and then they fought all the way to the point of the nba we know today where it literally shuts down the world every time it gets every time it's a huge nba game you know what i mean so with that being said if you don't think that the nba will do whatever it takes to keep the brand resemblance where it's at, you are dumb. You are dumb. And now, I don't have nothing bad to say about John Moran. Nothing at all. I don't even really fault him for what even happened. And I'm going to talk about that probably after the break. But I just want to make sure that we're on this accord, right? If a business thinks that what you're doing isn't in line with the values that business has, they will get rid of you. I don't I didn't think that I would even have to explain this to individuals. But if you don't do some shit that is in line with the business, it is over for you. And I realized that and I seen so many people talk about this and go in on job and go in just on and even try to go in on the NBA. 
and most of which say, oh, so he can't do what he got to do. He can't, so he can't do this, that, and the third. He can't blah, blah, blah. Do I think a lot, some of it is has a racial undertone? A little bit. But I'm not directly associated with black people. I think it's more associated in hip-hop. And I'm going to talk about that after the break as well. But I don't understand why people are trying to argue this point. There's another. There's a way to argue this point, but it has zero, zero to do with him holding the gun itself. You know what I mean? It has zero to do with him not being able to do certain things. It ain't about him not being able to do certain things. Owning a gun and having a gun in your car is not illegal if you do the right precautions. And we're not even going to allude to saying that he didn't do the right precautions because he damn sure did. I'm pretty sure that the gun was registered. I'm pretty sure all of that. But what I'm saying is it don't matter if it was legal or illegal. If the NBA, your, your business, the business you work for say, we don't like this shit. Stop doing this shit. It, is, it don't matter. It don't matter if it's illegal or not. They said stop. They said stop. That's all that matters. And this is because a lot of people just don't understand the actual place that they play in the grand scheme of things. Just because you work a job, unless you've been for that job for years and years and get what's called leverage in that job. Like, well, people like you just you just been there so long. So seniority and things like that. Then you kind of understand what's going on. But if you are just in your job, let's say you are the best fucking excuse my language, but you are the best fry cook out here. I don't care the time it um, counts for you to make the burgers and things like that. I don't care. If you don't do what is aligned with the company and they find out, they will hire another one. This is facts. This is, I don't know, this is just the truth. They will, they will get rid of you if they feel like they need to get rid of you. That's with any business. And they don't even have to give you an explanation other than the fact that it's just business. If you don't get this, you are going to be very, very stuck at some point. Because you're going to think that that little ass position you have is, is worthy of be, having a big say-so. no. Most people don't understand just how at the intro level you really are. You know what I mean? So, how do you get past this, Chris? How do you actually do this? Well, you get past the business and the laws of a business when you no longer need that business or you have that business elsewhere. There is no NBA every anywhere else. There's leagues but there's no NBA anywhere else. You know what I mean? So he's going to need this business. And this business even promised to pay him a certain amount of M's in the future. You know what I mean? And we're not just talking about this business. It ain't just on the NBA. The NBA has sponsors. And if those sponsors don't, especially if it's a big sponsor, if those sponsors don't think what so-and-so did aligns with that company, they may choose to pull their sponsorship, which is a fancy way of saying stop giving the NBA money because they don't want to be associated with any negativity. Like I said earlier, the NBA went through a time where they won't even recording itself live. You know what I mean? 
It went through that time. And they fought to get these sponsors. They fought to do all this. And if you think that just because you played the sport very well, not just talking about job, I'm just using this as an example. If you play the sport very well, that they won't get rid of you because you play the sport very well, they don't give a damn. It's not just the NBA, NFL do it, the WNBA does it routinely, and I don't even and people don't really pay attention to that. But if you even look what's going on now, there are prolific WNBA players that's being cut early just because they don't got enough room. You know what I mean? Not even on no, this is a bad person, but they just got to make a lot of budget cuts because the NBA, WNBA, still isn't at the level where the NBA is at, despite we us just knowing that the NBA is just a different type of thing. We even still argue biological issues, like, why can't they dunk? They're women. And even still, some of these women are learning how to dunk. If you give it a couple years, it's not even going to look different. Just one's going to have coochies, other one's going to have penises. That's it. That's it. That's what it is now. But I digress. I'm saying this to say, as long as you need something from the business, you're going to have to abide by the business rules. And I know a lot of people won't understand that because they don't know what it's like to be a part of something that's bigger than themselves. Most people think that their actions are just a or just something coming from them, them. They don't realize that their actions affect a lot of stuff. At the end of the day, we kind of like walking around in barbaric times right now. I'm the one of the pieces of the blue clan. So without being said, when I do something, it is a reflection of my clan. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if it, it was caught, if it was intentional or not. Once you get in certain positions, you are now a role model whether you like it or not. And again, some people will disagree. But also some people have never been at a point where you've had to be a role model. Luckily, through the grace of God, I have been in positions to where I know what it's like to have to be the face of something, to have to be the front person, the first person that they talk to when they get to this. You know what I mean? I've had to be that person and I've had to make decisions and not do certain things because I didn't want the business that is that to reflect, to ill reflect of me and irreflect of the business itself because I needed that business in order to get to a certain point where I wanted to go. If I didn't need that business, then it wouldn't matter. Like for stand-up comedy, it's going to come a point where I'm going to going to need to do business with certain things. So that's why corporate sponsorships and things like that are important. But in stand-up comedy, you get a little bit of leeway because you're a comedian. You're supposed to say stuff, something that isn't the normal thing for people to say, you know what I mean? It's cool in that regard, but it also depends on what kind of business I want to do. And you have more leverage with that because at the end of the day, I may need this business or if I generate an audience myself, I don't need to do work with that business. I can just do work with my audience and then I can create a business. You see what I'm saying? It's different ways that you can do that. There's different ways where you can get around needing the business, but as long as you need that business, you have to abide by those business rules. For example, if you are a nurse, you need the business of the hospital, which means if they tell your ass to wear scrubs, you put on some damn scrubs. If, if you're a teacher, you need the business of the high school. So if they say write some lesson plans, you get your ass in there and write the lesson plan. If they say you can't wear booty shorts to work, don't wear booty shorts to work. You know what I'm saying? Because you need the business. If Ja could find a way, 
if you was to, I don't even think it's gonna it's even gonna get to that point. But let's say for future, let's say Josh said no, just for shits and giggles. Let's say Josh said no, I'm not gonna do none of that. I don't need the NBA. If he had a way to create his own league or join another league where the where the rules are maybe more laxed and things like that, then cool. But you're dealing with the NBA. We know this is the good old boys network. We have seen it. We have seen it. Despite the percentages of colored players to other players, we know that the NBA is just a little bit different if you're if, depending on who you are. You know what I mean? So with all of this being said, business don't care about your feelings business don't care about what you think is right or wrong business don't care what Ja did was perfectly legal what he did was perfectly legal but business don't care because at the end of the day the business looks bad if you do that right that's just what it is you will not make the business look bad point blank period now we're going to take a quick pause for the clause when we get back I'm going to discuss this in even more detail because I do feel like it does have a racial undertone, but not about black people. I do have, I think it's a racial undertone when it comes to hip hop. And I also believe that it is a little hypocrisy going on when it comes to just this envy world. We're going to talk about that in more because ladies and gentlemen, good folks, if you did not know, you are tuned into the Life is Blue Variety Show. Variety show. Welcome to Life is Blue. We are the leading podcast that provides the most up-to-date news, entertainment, and stories. Our podcast offers something for everyone, which makes us the perfect choice for advertisers. Advertisers will gain access to our large network of listeners and potential customers. We give you the opportunity to target your desired audience and make sure your product or service gets the attention it deserves. Our competitive rates makes us the perfect choice for businesses looking to reach a wide audience. Plus, you'll get access to our dedicated support team who are available seven days a week to help you get the best results from your advertising campaigns. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to reach new customers and promote your business. Contact us today for more information about your advertising packages. Thank you for considering Life is Blue for your advertising needs. Life is Blue Variety Show. We're back. We're back. We're back. So before I went into the break. I said that once I got back from the break, which we are now, I am going to talk even more in detail about what's going on with John Moran. As I said earlier and alluded to earlier, and just want to harp on again, John Moran is part of a business that said if you do this, you will get punished. It don't matter if it was illegal or legal. If you do this, you're going to get punished. We don't, we don't rock with that, right? So, why did this happen? Why did this happen? All right. We have a multi-million dollar NBA player. Damn, they, damn, they sound like they, they hammering some shit upstairs. But as I said, we are talking about a multi-million dollar NBA player. Right. Ja is relatively young. I even believe Ja is younger than me. I'm 24. I think Ja is 22 maybe. Multi-million dollars, meaning that me and Ja are the same age, and we if also like the certain same things. Ja's a fan of hip-hop. I'm a fan of hip-hop. I, it's, I'm a huge fan. I'm pretty sure he's a huge fan, too. I have my artists I listen to. I, have art, I know what artists that he listens to, right? 
the particular artist that every time I hear John listening to music or on live or something, he listens to a lot of Young Boy. Now, I'm not gonna say anything negative about Young Boy, but if you ever listen to a Young Boy song, it's a lot of gun in your windows being stated, right? It's a lot of violent into any windows that you can pick up on if you are of the culture and no different rhetoric, right? What am I saying, Chris? You saying because oh NBA young boy raps about violence? No, I'm not saying that. Because at the end of the day, it's a choice. But I don't think we understand that sometimes these choices are really ours. It's not because we have to do this. Like the choice is ours. At the end of the day. So, y'all listens to NBA young boy. Young boy raps about a lot of violent things, right? And he, being a multi-million dollar person, still kind of is in, well, he, well, you can't really say he's involved. Because Jai, I, you can't say Jai is a thug or whatever just because he has a gun. At the end of the day, I agree with one of my musicians in Charlamagne the God when he said owning a gun is a, is a, is a type of self-care for black people at the end of the day because of the nation and stuff that we're in. So I don't, I'm not saying he's a thug by any means. What I'm saying is I don't think that the music he listened to is not not influencing him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's doing this because of what Young Boy is doing or whatever he listened to is doing. I don't think that is helping either. You know what I mean? Because if you listen to stuff that idolizes this, is unless you have a certain perspective, you are going to think that that's cool. Because I can't lie, I listen to a lot of stuff like Young Boy, uh, Pushaisty, a bunch of different, like, I mean, uh, Gucci, old Gucci and new Gucci, um, The Baby. Like, I listen to a, a, a lot of uh, Cole, Lil Baby. Like, I listen to a lot of different artists. And some of these artists can be on the violent side. When I hear that, I listen to it, and I can just be honest, I listen to it because my life is completely different from that. Um, I know that if it was a song talking about, hey, I wake up in the morning, go to my nine to five, go to work good, or work for the podcast. I know that it'll be, that's probably not a song I listen to. I want to listen to something of someone else that I know that I'm not doing. So I can at least experience that kind of, you know what I'm saying? That energy. Like, I don't really want to listen to something I'm doing. So I completely understand why people listen to artists like this and things like that. But I don't like how hip-hop itself is getting a bad rap for this because this ain't the only artist that's out. It is motivational rappers. It is gospel rappers. It is country rappers. There are people that mingle in between the lines. It is people, you know what I'm saying? There's so many artists out here. And thank God I had the experience of working at a radio station because I realized that I'm just listening to one thing. It is... 16 17 different other subgenres and different genres that of music that's happening right so the bigger conversation i think that this points to is influence because i know based on some of the hip-hop music i listen to some of the hip-hop music i choose that's the word some of the hip-hop music i choose to listen to they always say something like uh, I got it on me, or I'm in the club still got it on me. I'm at the war show with the Glock on me. Like I'm date, like you see, what I'm saying like I some of the music I listen to says this, 
And I continue to listen to it because it's so far away from what the fuck I would actually do. Other people don't listen to it like that. There are some people that listen to that and be like, dang, that's cool. I want to do this as well. Not saying Jai is that, but to say to if if a two hundred million dollar contract athlete does it, I know for a fact kids do it. I know some of my muses even talk about doing dumb stuff because the people that they looked up to at the time was r- rapping about it, and they thought that was the way to go. You know what I mean? There are people who who have made life choices and because of what they perceive a famous individual has done or a famous rapper has done. I don't like the rap that hip-hop is taking because of the choices certain people choose to listen to. And I also don't think it's a choice at certain times. I've been a part of a radio station. We had the decision that we had to make that says, hey, we're not going to play anything that's going to hurt our people. We're not going to play anything that ain't family-friendly, that you can't listen to with your mom, pop, uncles, aunties, grannies, whatever. We're not going to do that. So, in not doing that, we need to make some choices of the music we program this station with because we don't want people to then get enticed to do something because of all the bad rhetoric that's out, right? And at first, when I first joined the radio station, I didn't understand that because I'm like, I was thinking of just how I perceive it. I can listen to a song about killing and not be enticed to kill. I just, I don't look at them like that. Just like I can watch an NBA player pull out a gun in his car and not think I should ride around with my gun in my lap. I know that these people are entertainers and some of them don't see themselves as role models. Get it. Get it. But that is one perspective. You can't have one perspective without having the other perspective. There are certain people that hang on these people's words. There are certain people that look up to some of these folks. And if they think that what they if they think that that particular person thinks what they're doing at the, with that individual in themselves, that's going to sound confusing. Let me break it down a little bit more. If the fan of whomever thinks that the person they are the fan of would, person that they are the fan of thinks that they're cool, they're going to do it. I.e., let's say I'm a fan of Jay-Z. Let's say I have a nice-ass poem, right, about being woke or whatever. If I think that Jay-Z thinks my poem is cool, I'm going to keep doing stuff like that. Let's say I'm a fan of Young Boy. If if I think Young Boy thinks I'm a thug or I'm a gangster ass again, because I ride around with my with, with 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 my with my pole on me basically, I'm gonna keep doing it because Young Boy thinks that's cool. You see what I'm saying? We don't and we downplay the idea of muses in our world, like the idea that we are wanting to be like someone else innately there are people that we look up to that we want to be like again uh, let me say it one more time i'm not saying that ja himself is like that but the issue is that someone who looks up to him may see that he's doing this and want to do that in the in the realm of hip-hop if we if i look up to this rapper and this rapper is talking about killing folk if i don't have that conversation with myself to say hey this is not what I need to be doing. I can, I, I need to be able to detach from that. If I can't have that conversation with myself, then I'm going to think that, damn, that's what I need to be doing. Go out there and do it just so I can be like him. You know what I mean? If that's what I aspire to do. That's the issue. And for hip hop in general, I just feel like 
the more violent it is, the more push it gets in certain realms. Like there, there are brilliant hip hop artists out there that don't talk about none of this stuff. My favorite is J. Cole. And even if he does talk about it, it is then wrapped in around with a metaphor tucked underneath some similes. You see what I'm saying? He does the work to where you can't get that perception, even if that's what he's talking about. That's what I think the issue is just in hip hop. People ain't doing the work. People aren't doing the work to make it make it un, to understand that there are people that are taking what they are and hanging to what they are saying. They're not doing the work. You know what I mean? Gucci Man is one of the best examples of that. Gucci Man had a had years, years and years worth of music where he talking about smoking folk. He even has a song where he said, "Go dig a nigga up." You know what I mean? That he killed. So he did all that, and then he realized after going to jail and things like that, like, dang, I'm a role model. And he even dropped songs talking about how he wish he didn't do what he did and things like that. That is the point, you know what I mean? You can rap and do what you got to do unless you snitching on yourself, which is dumb. But you can rap and do what you got to do, but you got to understand that there are people hanging on to every single word. Now, I'm not saying that you need to change what you do. I'm not saying that young boy shouldn't rap like young boy. He done made millions of dollars doing what he has done. Keep doing it, sir. But as far as some of the platforms, you are responsible for some of this. If you, as a radio station or whatever platform it is, don't take a stand and at least say, we're going to play the clean version. You know what I mean? At least take a stand and say, hey, we don't want to push out something that will entice younger generations of people to do something dumb. We don't want to do that. But no, we go with what sounds the best in the moment. It don't matter what it is. If it's negative, whatever, we'll run it. We'll run it. We'll run it. You know what I mean? I just feel like that. It like it's it's a choice. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, it is a choice that we make. If you want to choose to listen to that music, you can. If you want to choose to walk around with, with have your file on you in the car, you can. But there's consequences for all of the choices we make, all of them. And just people in general, there are more, there, there are different music musicians out here. One of my favorite that I found recently is La Russell. And I found him because he's been grinding for years on Instagram, trying to combat this very thing that I'm talking about. You don't have to conform, you know what I mean? And I just miss when artists did the work. I miss when I can listen to a whole song and have and be perceived one way and then find out this song wasn't even about that because that artist did the work and wrapped the song up. You know what I mean? I'm not saying don't rap about what you're going through, but definitely don't snitch on yourself, one. And two, understand that it's an impact of what you say. Words have so much power. If you drop a song and that song and, and all the listeners of your song listen to that song and they go from listening to that song to kill somebody, you have to understand that even though you didn't directly kill that person, they got this from your music and they thought this was okay. That is a responsibility. And I don't think people understand that is a responsibility. What you do as an individual isn't just reflected on you. It is reflected on your folks. It is reflected on your anything. It's not just you. It's not just you, man. You got to understand. It is a privilege to be able 
to broadcast anything to anybody, whether it be a song, whether it be a spoken word, poem, whatever. It is a privilege to give this information to a mass amount of people. And it's also a privilege to be doing it. And I can only imagine what it feels like to be doing it as your full-time job. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, what do you want your legacy to say? Do you want your legacy to say that you was a hothead all the time? That everything you talked about was cutting someone else down or it was all just violent? If that's what you want, not saying it's good or bad. If that's what you want, then go ahead. But if you want your legacy to say you helped someone through the arts, that's what I feel like is the bigger thing to go through. You know what I mean? If your art led to certain people getting help, that is what you need to do. You know what I mean? If that is what's going to help you push it over the edge, do that. That is the highest form of living, inspiring someone else, right? So if at the end of the day you don't think about your audience and how they're perceiving the message, you kind of don't deserve to be the messenger, in my opinion. So at the end of the day, you have to make a choice as an artist. Okay, how do I want this stuff to be perceived? What do I want people to listen to my music and go and do, right? And am I trying to, am I indirectly or directly paying the picture of something that isn't okay to be okay? Even if I'm telling my life story, if I'm not telling it from a perception of this is something that you need to avoid, if it looks like that I'm glorifying certain things that I don't mean to glorify or that I think is harmful to the country and to my fans in general, I don't think I should do that, right? But if you don't care, then you don't care. That's the whole thing about this entertainment thing, and that's the whole power of the choice. If someone does something or if an artist does something that you don't like, you have the choice to listen or not listen. And you'd be surprised how many times we indirectly make that choice. Because like I mentioned, it's so much more music out here that you don't have to listen to something or that is violent if you don't want to. You don't. But if media is glorifying it, if the NBA itself definitely does glorify certain songs over the other, if you even have certain people whose music is negative performing at certain places, you see what I'm saying? Well, not negative, but just against what the core values of your company is, then you kind of at fault too. You know what I mean? You're kind of at fault too. So that's my big thing about John Moran. But I, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to go ahead and we're going to take one more pause for the cause, do the mindful moment, and come back and get up out of here. But I do want to say this. I do think it, and J.J. Reddick kind of touched on it. Shout out to J.J. Reddick. I do think that it is very funny and very hypocritical that we are about, that the NBA itself is about to lay down a monster punishment on a man holding a gun in his car when in real life, we can't punish people who are holding guns and then shooting up schools. We can't even get common sense gun reform passed. But we are hoping and praying that the worst punishment possible happens to an NBA player who didn't do nothing illegal. It was just against the it was just against the values, quote unquote, that the NBA has. That's it. He didn't do nothing illegal. But we're all so focused on that. But we're not focused on the fact that we don't even got common sense gun reforms in this country. That you can go in certain places without even a permit and just get a gun 
almost the same way as you get a cheeseburger. You see what I'm saying? It's just it's just funny to me that that's that's what's going on, and that that's where we're at as people. If you're in the NBA, you can't own a gun, and we see you got a gun. But if you aren't in the NBA, you can go get a gun wherever you want, and then inflict damage on a bunch of people that don't even know your pussy was existing, right? I just think, I just kind of think that's kind of funny. Um, but we're gonna take a quick pause for the cause, and once we get back. I'm going to do the mindful moment, and the, today's mindful moment is thinking about the bigger picture. Make sure you stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back. It's your boy, Chris Blue, and this is Life is Blue Variety Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the mindful moment, and the mindful moment itself is about thinking about the bigger picture. And I feel like this will coincide of today's episode because of everything that's been happening with John Moran. And it's really pointing to the bigger picture of something, right? So I hope that this mindful moment helps everyone listening to it, being able to zoom out and actually understand the world around us and how you are in control of your own destiny. So it starts off with, in the hustle of our daily lives, it is easy to get lost in the details. We become consumed with the immediate changes and setbacks that we face on a daily and just in general. We find ourselves trapped in a cycle of short-term thinking, unable to see beyond the hurdles that stand right in front of us. But life is not a mere complication of isolated moments. Nope. It is a huge tapestry. It is a huge cloth. It is a huge blanket woven together with the experience of time, experience, and opportunity. You see, people, when you learn to see the bigger picture, you will learn to rise above the trivialities of the present moment. You gain the ability to actually take a step back, zoom out, and take a whole scenic panoramic view of your life. One of my favorite things that I like to watch on Instagram is the, is the artists that, that start off with one picture and then they just keep zooming out and it zooms into another picture and another picture and another picture and another picture. That's basically what this is. Once you start zooming out, you'll be able to understand that life isn't about what you're doing at work. It isn't about what kind of shoes you got on. It isn't about your music choice. It is about the impact of the time, experience, and what you did with the opportunity that you were here. Because once you're able to actually take that ability to step back and zoom out, suddenly the stuff that you're looking at kind of seems small in comparison to the whole landscape of the dreams and aspirations that you may have. So, if you're able to look beyond the temporary setbacks that may be holding you back, you'll be able to realize that the challenges you face today are merely just stepping stones towards the person you are meant to become. Embrace the struggles for they are the forge that shapes your character, strengthens your resilience, and prepares you for the greatness that lies ahead. In this thing that we call life, right, there'll be moments of doubt, moments, where the path kind of seems uncertain, moments where you kind of don't really feel like going on, you kind of just want to say, forget all this. That comes to everybody. And every great success story is built on that foundation of feeling like it's over, of feeling the adversity, right? But when you see the bigger picture, you start to tap into a well of possibilities that lie before you. You start to unlock the power to envision the future with a purpose, meaning, and fulfillment. And you start to transcend the boundaries of what it is today and what you dare dream it could be. 
So once you start feeling this, once you start feeling the storms of life clouding your vision and start feeling the noise of negativity on your shoulders and threatening to drown your dreams and just threatening everything that you dreamt of and hoped for and prayed for, start to really look at the bigger picture. For example, everything that's happening with Jod, I guarantee you in a year's time, in a few months' time, it'll, we won't even care about it. We will only care about it until the NBA season starts back up again and the Grizzlies here, and then we realize he's not here because he may have some suspension. But once he gets back from suspension, it's going to be business as usual because it's a bigger picture to this, ladies and gentlemen. It's always a bigger picture. You got to see yourself basically being a microcosm of what this is going to be. And the cool thing about that is that you're painting the picture. You're doing it. So every time you feel that, close your eyes and understand it's bigger than just you. Each and every one of us possess the potential to be great. You are the author of your own destiny. One of my favorite poems ever is Invictus. And if you're in a Greek fraternity or sorority, you already know what that is. But if you ain't, I guarantee you, you should definitely look it up. It's only really one famous Invictus poem. You'll be able to find it quick. And the best part of the poem says, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. You are the author of your own destiny. You paint your own masterpiece. You got to pick up the paintbrush and paint whatever you want this to be that surpasses the imagination you have of today. You are not defined by your circumstances. You are responsible for them. Embrace the challenges. Embrace the setbacks. Embrace the journey. For it is through these experiences that you will discover your true strength, your untapped potential, and the extraordinary person you was always meant to be, May May. Paint your own picture. Embrace what's going on. Embrace the good and the bad. See the bigger picture for what it's worth. And go make it happen, ladies and gentlemen. That is our mindful moment of this week. Welcome to Life is Blue. We are the leading podcast that provides the most up-to-date news, entertainment, and stories. Our podcast offers something for everyone, which makes us the perfect choice for advertisers. Advertisers will gain access to our large network of listeners and potential customers. We give you the opportunity to target your desired audience and make sure your product or service gets the attention it deserves. Our competitive rates makes us the perfect choice for businesses looking to reach a wide audience. Plus, you'll get access to our dedicated support team who are available seven days a week to help you get the best results from your advertising campaigns. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to reach new customers and promote your business. Contact us today for more information about your advertising packages. Thank you for considering Life is Blue for your advertising needs. Life is Blue Variety Show. Man, 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 man. That was a good, nice, and ripe mindful moment i really hope that that helps some of you guys out and i really hope you guys understand this episode right because it's bigger than just john holding the gun it's bigger than all of that i do think the nba unfairly doesn't realize it's kind of criticizing certain rap culture and it's kind of just puts the blame on certain individuals and not the influence that that individual has and how they even may have played a part in 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 influencing other people as well. But needless to say, it's bigger than just this. I know Jaws gonna be okay. I know everything's gonna be fine. But it's bigger than this. Everything that we choose to do, like it was said in the mindful moment, you're responsible for 
your circumstances. You're responsible for your response to those circumstances is what I mean. So being responsible for your response to that circumstances, you have the choice to change or to not change. You have the choice to choose what you listen to and what you don't listen to. You have the choice to record certain things. You have the choice to not record certain things. You have the choice. What you do with it is on you. Everyone has the choice. But choose like someone's watching you. That's all I'm saying. But hey, what do I know, right? I'm just a sexy comedian slash Swiss army knife of a human being on this dope-ass podcast trying to get some people to understand some stuff, man, man. I hope that you kind of got a clear understanding and understanding that you're bigger than just you. You're bigger than just your actions. You're bigger than everything. Everything you do is a representative of something, whether you like it or not. We're all role models, whether we like it or not. Embrace it and don't be an asshole and act like what you do is just on you. It's not. That right there is one of my biggest pet peeves is when people don't understand that what you do has a cost, whether you like it or not, to something someone else. It it is. Right? It doesn't matter. If you get fired today, someone thinks that you were raised that way. That looks bad on your parents, whomever they are, or guardians. Right? Now I'm not saying that you just need to care about what everybody thinks, but it's not about you, just you at the end of the day. We're the masters of our fate. We're the captains of our soul. But our decisions reflect on a lot more people than just us. And that's it, man. That's what I really hope you get. So if you are in a situation where let's say you have a kid or a child, right? And your child is listening to certain music that you don't want them to listen to or something like that. You have to show your child or whomever because I hear a lot of, and the reason I'm saying child and this 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 whole synopsis right here is because I hear a lot of people saying that they're not even going to let their kid get Josh's shoes because of what's happening. Uh, you know, things with Young Boy and all the different rap music. Don't blame rap for this. It's not rap's fault. It is your choice to listen to that song or to listen to that particular artist. So let's say you have children and your, and your children are listening to that artist. Introduce them to something else. But at the end of the day, no matter what you do, they still going to have to make the choice. But you can influence that choice. Do your part. Stop being lazy. Get active and start listening to what's happening out here in the world. You are bigger than just you. You are bigger than just the songs you, and you listen to. But hey, to say that some of this stuff that we're listening to doesn't influence us, man, that's cake. That's just that's BS. And I know it's going to be a lot of people listening to this, man, it ain't even that deep, bro. It is. Again, the majority of people don't know what it's like to be in front of a brand. The majority of people don't know what it's like to have to choose different people to be a part of that brand. The majority of people just don't know what that's like. So I understand. Even me, I know what it's like, and I had the knee-jerk reaction myself. But still, I had to realize it's bigger than that. It's just bigger than that, ladies and gentlemen. That is it for today's episode. If you made it this far in the episode, you are the GOAT, and I love you. 
so, 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 so much. Make sure that you leave a great review wherever you're listening to this podcast. I do check the comments religiously, so make sure that you are letting me know what's going on. And also, in a few weeks' time, all of the episodes of the Life is Blue podcast will be on YouTube, so make sure that you are out and listening and following us on all social medias to see when that is going down. I will definitely let you know. Make sure you follow me, yours truly. I am CJ Blue on Instagram and TikTok. And you can also follow your boy at the Chris Blue Comedy page on Facebook as well. Make sure you follow the podcast on Instagram at Life is Blue Pod. It is another Life is Blue VS that is not Life is Blue Pod. Make sure you find Life at Life is Blue Pod. And just ladies and gentlemen, thank you, man. Just thank you. don't understand. Um, this podcast is very therapeutic for me. Um, and it means a lot of the, the, the amount of love that it's been getting so far. And I, I really appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. But it is time to get up out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you. Understand that the choices you make are your choices at the end of the day. Understand the bigger picture, ladies and gentlemen. We actually might make it out of here. You know what I mean? But until next time. Peace.